It's so uh, nice to be here this morning. It's a blessing from God once again to be uh, to have the honor to be able to preach this morning to bring the God's word to you this morning. Uh, it's uh, children's time uh, to go. Kiros, you can go, please. For those who don't know me, uh, my name is Marcelo uh, Segura. Uh, I'm a lay pastor uh, here in, in Mason First Baptist Church, and I'm a, uh, the Hispanic uh, pastor, a minister. And then, so today I'm going to be preaching in English, so it's, it's going to be kind of difficult for me to do it, but praise God, right? And then we're going to be this morning uh, in... Um, uh, second chapter of Ephesians, from verse 1 all the way to verse 10. Open your, your, your Bible, the Word of God, in the, in the second chapter of Ephesians. We're going to be um, hearing God's Word through Paul and what what it means to come alive in Christ and what it really means to be saved, what it uh, and what is to be saved, and what is to be a Christian, this one is, is one of the greatest sections in the Bible about salvation. And not much of this is new to us, but it's refreshing to our hearts to go over this wonderful truth of the Word of God. Second chapter of Ephesians. Amen? Amen? All right. Let's read these uh, uh, ten verses from uh, second chapter of Ephesians, verse one, uh, verses 1 through all the way to uh, verse 10. And it says, the word of God reads this way. And you were dead in your trespasses and sins, in which you previously lived according to the, the ways of this world, according to the ruler of the, the power of the air, the spirit now working in this disobedient, we too all previously live among them in our flesh, f- fleshly desires, carrying out the inclinations of our flesh and thoughts, and we were by nature children under wrath. And these others were also. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love that he had for us, made us alive with Christ, even though we were dead in trespasses. You were saved by grace. He also raised us up with him and seated with us with him in heavens in Christ Jesus. So that in the coming ages he might be he might display the immeasurable riches of his grace through his kindness 
to us in Christ Jesus. For you are saved by grace through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift. It is God's gift. Not from works so that no one can boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. Which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful morning. Thank you, Lord, for this wonderful time you've given us and the opportunity to be here to share your word. I just pray, Father God, that you will open our hearts and our minds this morning uh, to listen and to hear your voice and what you're trying to tell us this morning uh, through your word, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you have done in our lives. And thank you for sending your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, to give us that salvation and that, for that mercy that you had to this world and the love that you had to this world. Even though that we were, we, we were sinners, you, lo- you loved the world so much that you gave your only begotten Son. And that's the only reason we're here this morning, to praise your name and to give you the everything we have. Thank you, Lord. I pray all these things in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. As we read these ten verses, brothers and sisters, um, we can think back of all the things that Jesus has done to us in our life. As I was preparing my sermon um, all week, right, I was practicing my English and, and my accent. I'm sorry if I still don't do it right, but I'm trying to do my best. Uh, but, and also with the Holy Spirit helping me. Um, but uh, as we read these ten verses, we can see that we were dead in our trespasses, in our sins. But when Jesus came and touched our heart, we became alive. And that's what the, the sermon I'm a, I'm a, uh, the title of my sermon this morning is Coming Alive in Christ by grace and through faith. Because we can only be saved by grace and through faith. Uh, now Paul moves from eternity past into chapter 1 and into the time of chapter 2. Chapter 2, we find the Apostle Paul describing the very process of salvation, the very act of salvation, the very miracle of salvation that drew us into realizing the eternal plan. So we can see back where we, where we were and now with where Jesus has put us now. What, how many things Jesus has done in our lives. And I am so blessed and I am so um, um, happy what Jesus has done in my life. Because as I was reading these, these uh, uh, verses, I was thinking I was a, a hard heart to, to Christ. 
There were so many people telling me about the, the, the love of Christ. What Jesus had did on the cross for us. And I just, my heart was closed, locked. But it's the time. There's a time when the Holy Spirit is touched your heart. And, and then you can't, can say no. Because you feel the presence, the presence that we can't explain with words. You can feel it. You can feel the presence of God. And that's when you became alive. That's when you became alive in Christ. And I know that everyone in here has become alive in Christ. But is this is just a, a reminding that, that we were dead in our sins and we became alive through, the, through faith and by the grace of, of God. In verses 2 it says, In which you previously lived according to the ways of, the, of this world, according to the ruler of the power of the air, the spirit now working in disobedient. In, in John 1, 9, it says, the word of God, it says, The true light that, was, that give, gives light to everyone was coming into the world. This refers to the, to the world order and humanity, values and standards apart from God and Christ. So the true light was coming into the world, and that was Jesus Christ to save, to save us. In John three sixteen, he says, "For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Right? For whosoever believe into Him shall not perish, but have eternal life." And that's and that that's what Jesus Christ Christ had it to come. To this world. And it, like I said. It says in John 1 9. The true light. That, that gives light. To everyone. To everyone. It's not just. It's not just a special people. Or, or a, a special uh, person. But it's to everyone. That wants to open their heart. To Jesus. What's coming. To, into this world. Verses 3, we too previously lived among them in our fleshly desires, carrying out the inclination of, of our flesh and thoughts. And we were by nature children under wrath, and these and the others were also. Verses 4, but God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love that he had for us. Mercy and love. Salvation is for God's glory by putting on display his boundless mercy and love for those who are spiritually dead because of their sins. Salvation is for God's glory. We can't save ourselves. We can't. But God, 
but Jesus can save us. And it's by his glory. And it's all God's glory. In his time, these things happen. It's not our time. Sometimes, brothers and sisters, um, uh, I try to uh, share the word to some of the Hispanic uh, community, um, and then they just won't hear. They just try to uh, make an excuse, you know, to kind of walk away uh, when you're trying to tell them about, them about Jesus. And I got to think, that's the way I was too. I was the same way too. I was the same way, and I just tried to ignore people when they were trying to tell me what I feel now. Right? What I feel now. You have, you, you have the feeling that you want everyone to feel the same thing you have. You feel in your heart. I feel sometimes that way, and then I just there's no words I can I can I can say to tell people uh, to explain people what I feel, what I have in my heart. But it's God's work. It only works through God. The Holy Spirit has to touch your heart and open that heart. And when you let Jesus come in, into your heart, you will feel the presence, the true love of Jesus Christ. As we move along in verses uh, 5, made us alive with Christ, even though we were dead in trespasses, you were saved by grace. When we were dead, made us alive for far more than anything else. And the spiritually dead needs to be made alive by God. Salvation brings a spiritual life to the dead. The power that raises believers out all dead and makes them alive. When we were dead, made us alive. I think now, back. When I didn't want to open my heart to Jesus. And some things happened. Some things happened to me. That made me realize. That without Jesus, we're nothing in this world. Only through Jesus we have eternal life and we will live forever. That's, that's what the word of God promises to us. That we will live forever. forever. Not in this world, but in, in heaven. But in heaven, that's where we will live forever. He also raises us up with him. And seated us with him in the, in the heavens, in Christ Jesus. He also raised us up 
with him and seated us with him in the heavens in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might display the measurable, immeasurable riches of his grace through his kindness to us in, in Christ Jesus. Riches of his grace, salvation, of course, it is very much for the believer's blessings, but it's even more for the purpose of eternal, eternally glorifying God for, for all that. Unbelievers, his endless and limit, limitless grace and kindness, the whole of heavens glorified him for what he has done in saving sinners. And I have a scripture uh, in the same in in the same uh, chapter of Ephesians. I mean, I'm sorry, in the third chapter of Ephesians, verses ten, uh, is it reads this way. This is so that God, multifaceted wisdom, many now be made known through the church to the rulers and the authorities in the heavens. So when there's people that come to Jesus Christ, We glorify God for that soul that is that is saved. We glorify God through that. Verses eight says, "For you are saved by grace through faith, and this is not from yourselves; it is God's gift." This is what I was telling you, brothers and sisters, that we cannot save ourselves. It is only happens by grace and faith. In faith in Jesus Christ. It is a gift of God. To have the the honor and, and, and the blessing to be saved and be here and glorify God for what He has done in our life is a gift of God. It is a true gift. Probably is the best, I would say the best, the best of the gifts you would receive in any, uh, uh, anything in this world. It's the best. It's the best. And the only one. The only gift. Faith, and this is not of yourselves. That refers to the entire previous statement of salvation. Not only the, the grace, but the faith. God's grace is preeminent in every aspect of salvation. In Romans 3.20, reads this way, For no one will be justified 
in his sight by the words of the law. Because the knowledge of sin comes through the law. No one will be justified by, by his sight, by the works of the law, because the knowledge of sin comes through the law. It has to be by faith, and we only can be saved by grace, by the grace of God. And not, we cannot be saved by all the work that we do, all the good things that we do. Those won't take us to heaven. Those won't take us to heaven. And in verses 10, we'll read that in a moment. Not from works, it says verse 9, not from works so that no one can boast. Not from works. It doesn't work that way. Even though if we were the best person in the world and we do all the good things that we can uh, think It's not going to take us to heaven. We have to come to repent. We have to come through Jesus Christ. The only way to heaven. And verses 10 reads this way. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. Created in Christ Jesus for good works. Now, when you're saved and you, you have Jesus Christ in your heart and your, in your life, and all the good works that you do, it matters. Which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. Everything that, that we do in church or helping others or whatever you do, do it to the glory of God, and it matters. Because you're doing it, you have the love of Christ in you. And you're not doing it because you want it to do, but because Jesus has told us to do. Created in for good works, good works cannot be produced uh, salvation but or, or subsequent and resultant God's empowered fruits and evidence of it. In um, John 15 verses 8, it reads this way, My Father is glorified by this, that you produce much fruit and prove to be my disciples. My Father is glorified by this, that you produce much fruit and prove to be my disciples. A, a, an evil person or a bad person can't produce good fruit, but a good person can produce good fruit. In my Father, it says right here, in my Father is glorified by this, that you produce much fruit and prove to be my disciples. And that's what Jesus wants us to do. To produce good fruit. And let no people who live in, in our hearts, right? Who is uh, guiding us and who is speaking for us. 
And do we have the love uh, of God? A sovereign reminder of the total sinfulness and lostness which uh, believers have been redeemed. They are not dead because of sinful acts that have been committed, but because of their sinful nature. And we all, by nature, we're sinners. We are sinners by nature. In Matthew twelve thirty-five, it reads this way, A good person produces good things from his storeroom of good, and an evil person produces evil things from his storeroom at Bible. That's the Word of God. That's what it... That's what it's telling to us. It's speaking to us. A good person produces good things from his storeroom. And that's, where is our storeroom? It's our heart. Whatever comes in our, out of our lips comes from our heart. And that's, that's our storeroom. And an evil person can say any, most of the time, any good words. And that's what we store in our, in our hearts, right? It's been an honor to, to share God's word this morning with you all. And it's, like I said, this, this is just a, a, a refreshment um, of salvation um, and, and uh, the wonderful truth of the word of God that I wanted to share with you all this morning. I know many or all of us that were here know about Jesus Christ and, this, and, and, and we were been saved. But I just wanted to share this wonderful truth with, with you all this morning. And this, if there's anyone this, this morning that doesn't know Jesus Christ, that haven't accepted Jesus Christ, haven't trusted Him as the Lord and Savior, it might be the time. Because tomorrow is not guaranteed for us. We're here today, but tomorrow there's no guarantee. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you once again for saving us, Lord, for sending us your Lord, your Son, Jesus Christ, into this world to save us. That was the only purpose you sent Jesus Christ into this sinful world to give us salvation. Father God, I praise your name for what you have done into our lives, into this church. I just pray, Father God, that you continue to bless each and every one, Father God, that is here this morning in the whole church, Lord. And I praise your name, Lord. For everything, Lord, you have done in my life, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for saving by grace and through faith. That's the only way that salvation comes. And I pray this morning, Father God, that, that if there's anyone here this morning having opened their heart to Jesus Christ, I just pray, Father God, that they will make that decision that they will come to you, Lord. Because I know, Father God, 
that you have mercy for everyone. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your wonderful truth and for your word this morning, for speaking to our hearts this morning and to everyone here, Lord. Thank you, Father God. I pray all these things in your Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And we'll give some time. If there is anyone that wants to accept the Lord Jesus Christ this morning, we'll give a few minutes. opportunity you gave us today Lord to be here in this in the church Lord praising your name and glorifying you for all you have done in our lives and thank you Father God once again for your word and for the wonderful truth that you have your word reminding us the mercy and the love that you had for this world this sinful world I know, Father God, that you had saved us from our sins. And we're here, Father God, to serve you only, Lord, and to work for you, Lord, to do the work that you have uh, told us to do, Lord, through your word, Lord. I pray, Father God, that this is a blessing to everyone that is here this morning. And, uh, Father God, I just pray that you be with us the rest of the the, the day, Lord, and also the, this next week, Lord, and prepare our hearts for next week as we hear your word once again, Lord, if it's your will, Lord. Thank you, Father God, once again for everything. I pray all these things in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen.
and we were dismissed. God bless you, brothers and sisters.